there's a lot of great stuff happening at the capstone right now but one thing that's always good and always fun to talk about is ball recruiting and that's what we're going to do today locked on bama your daily podcast on the alabama crimson tide part of the locked on podcast network your team every day Hey, everybody. Welcome back into Locked on Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me, Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? Tell me fast. Fine, fine. Doing fine. Alabama football recruiting. There you go. Now you're a team player, bro. Uh, This episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Can't wait to tell you about FanDuel. Brand new sponsor. Y'all know FanDuel. They're the best. And uh, we're going to talk about them in just a minute. Also, want to thank you for making us your first listen. We appreciate you guys a ton. Now, Jimmy, I want to get into some football recruiting now, which is it probably seems a little counterintuitive because we're, we're in the middle of basketball. A lot of things going on there, too. We could be ranked number one uh, just after we finish recording this podcast. We could. But instead of waiting to do that, I, there's so much recruiting stuff out there. You guys at On3 are doing a marvelous job with it, by the way. Um, for instance, at Battle Miami, which is, I mean, I guess they're just a gazillion different camps to go to. Julian Sayan, who is an Alabama commitment of five-star slash high four-star out of California, was the MVP uh, at Battle Miami. Um, I, I think that's awesome. I, I, um, I'm just going to read a little excerpt from uh, what they said of him, the six-foot, 390-pounder. By the way, I feel like I've seen pictures of him. I feel like they're fudging a little bit on the 6'3". Am I wrong about that? I don't think he's six three. I also okay. don't think he, I don't think he's five eleven and a half, and I don't believe he's six three. Pick somewhere okay. in between. All right, this is a, an actual quote. Um, the six foot three hundred ninety pounder arrived in Miami with a thicker frame, and it showed. Um, saying didn't shy away from squeezing the ball into tight windows in the middle of the field or taking chances outside the numbers. He threw his receivers open and put some oomph. I've never seen oomph in an article before on throws when necessary and dropped it in on other attempts. The ball flies out of his hands as the Alabama commit kicked off the offseason in compelling fashion. Okay, I'm fired up. I love this. I think this is great. I love another quarterback out of California because I think it pisses Rick Neuhausel off, who always loves to complain about California talent leaving California um, and Pac-12 territory. (laughs) But anyway – um, he's the number four quarterback in this class, plus or minus, you know, number five, some, number three, some. But uh, uh, I think in the end, he might bump up a little bit. I mean, it's doing really well. I am going to maintain that until I see something where he's measured at 6'3", that may be fudged a little bit. But I'm also going to tell everybody, if you've ever followed recruiting, you know everybody fudges everything just a little bit. So um, if he's 6'3", then if you – you got a curve. He's probably one and three quarters, right? Yeah, I think that's probably a pretty good guess. Maybe six, one and a half. Yeah. Um, this is the sort of thing, Luke, that gets kids uh, in the rankings process uh, on the track to being a five star. When you go to an event that's heavily covered uh, on three was all over. We had our national guys there. We had some regional guys there. We had, I think, at least three significant dudes that are a lot of stuff and on three there uh 24 7 was there rivals is there uh this is the sort of thing that 
affects rankings because it's an in-person evaluation. Uh, you're on a field full of your peers, uh, you know, competing in the seven on seven event. So if people want to know how rankings work, this is, this is a big deal. The kid com comes all the way from California to Miami. Um, and again, it, 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 it helps to improve the player. It's good. It's good in every way. Uh, but it does affect the rankings. You can argue positively or negatively because so few kids are there, you know, and able to compete in this thing. Yet the ones that are there, uh, you know, and, and do well are going to get a boost. Those that, that go on don't do well uh, could also tumble a little bit uh, too. But Julian Sand did outstanding. Uh, the, the MVP of the event or whatever they call it, the alpha dog of the event. I think uh, we shouldn't be surprised if even by spring and summer, he's he's uh, really at five-star status. Now, you know, how much does that really matter? I mean, it matters a heck of a lot recruiting rankings, of course. But, uh, hey, you know, he's committed to Alabama, and he is what he is. He is what he is. Whether he's ever labeled a five-star or remains a four-star, he is what he is. And, and to me, it's all about what is Alabama getting. And it's clear from his performance at this uh, camp that Alabama's getting – one heck of a prospect because this was a high profile event. A lot of the best 2024 and 2025 prospects in the country were there. And for him to, to, to be the most impressive of all of them uh, is something else. So uh, all the more reason to be excited and uh, Al uh, remain on just an unbelievable role at the quarterback position, starting with Jalen Hurts in 2016 through Tua, through Mac. Bryce, hopefully now through Ty Simpson, maybe on to Julian Sand, to say nothing of Eli Holstein and Dylan Lonergan. So uh, good times. Yes, good times here at Locked on Bama, brought to you by FanDuel. The salad days, as we have called them before, unlike the time we spent with the, the three mics, which were the tossing salad days. <laughs> <laughs> Not everybody will get that joke. Um, okay. Here's the thing that's great about Julian saying being committed. You're right. Um, he goes down there and there are a lot of good wide. In fact, now I'm assuming this was all sort of a quarterback wide receiver skill position thing anyway. So um, I don't want to read too much into this, but other guys that were uh, Julian saying was considered the MVP. And then there's the Corian Moore out of Texas. Is a 2025 wide receiver, Josiah Trader, who is uh, the number over uh, eight overall player. Um, he's an Ohio State commitment, but a wide receiver. And of course, you know, look, you never know what's going to happen. So you you keep trying to pursue these guys. And then the fourth guy on the list, this one's interesting, Jamie French. Okay, uh, he's a, a Florida kid. I just pulled up his profile because I hadn't heard anything about him. He doesn't list Alabama as a favorite. I want Alabama to be a favorite, if only because he spells his name capital F, then lowercase f, R-E-N-C-H. So he's so French, he's got two Fs in there. That's the coolest thing I've ever heard. So what you could say, he could literally say, I do give an F. I could give you an F and still be French, if you know what I mean. So, not everybody gets that either. Uh, anywho, so I'm still laughing, so, so I got it. Uh, I want to tell some uh, some folks about FanDuel now. Look, this is a brand new sponsor. We need you guys to go check them out. FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every 
moment more. You've seen FanDuel advertise everywhere. Now they're advertising with us. We appreciate them a ton. The NFL playoffs are here. We're ready to buy our new sports betting partner for Locked On because they're the number one sports book in America. FanDuel is the number one sports book. That's it, FanDuel. And if you're new to FanDuel, that's even better. They have so many great features that make betting on sports fun and easy. New customers, you join today to get started with $150 in bets, 150 in free bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. So all you got to do is deposit $5. You get $150 to play with. Just sign up at FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel has all your favorite bets from the money line to point spreads to player props, whatever you got it at FanDuel. Plus, you can even combine your bets for a chance at bigger payout with the same game parlay. Look, I this past weekend, I love the Eagles because I just think the Eagles got it going on. And um, I like the 49ers. And uh, I would have hit both of them had I known about this promo. I just got sprung on me, too. So uh, I would have made some money. So I'll be ready for next weekend because I'm about to sign up. All on an app that's safe and secure and super easy to use. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. That's a big deal, too. And locked on. That's an even bigger deal. So, everybody, about Locked On College Basketball, go check out Locked On College Basketball. They certainly will be talking about who the number one team is when it comes out of day. My money's on Purdue. And you know what? I mean, part of me is like, that's just tradition, and I get it. But um, I think it should be Alabama. I think Alabama's done more. But regardless, go check out Locked On College Basketball. They will be talking about it. They're part of the Locked On family, and they're good people, and they do a great job. Go check them out. All right, so continuing with our recruiting theme, Jimmy, one of my more coveted guys in this class, even though we've done a great job of recruiting defensive backs, the way I'm up is you just got to keep going for more of even if you feel like you're stocked. Ellis Robinson out of IMG Academy, probably the top uh, defensive back in the 2024 class. Um, he's going to make his commitment February 1. He literally just announced that. He, February 1, he's going to make his commitment. He's got a top five. It's definitely going to come from that top five, he said, he's not playing around. Uh, the the ones that really seem to have a shot, though, I mean, there's a top five in Penn State and Miami and whatever, but the ones that everybody thinks it'll be is either Georgia or Alabama. I, I really hope it's Alabama. I'm afraid it's Georgia. He's already made some comments uh, to the effect of, you know, it's all about relationships. It's all about this. And, and it feels like it just had a Georgia – hint to it, a, a, an aroma of Georgia around it. Not, not a smelly aroma, but an aroma of Georgia about it. So uh, I'm a little concerned about it. I was excited to see it when he said February when he was going to announce because my initial thinking was Alabama. The more I read his comments, the more I'm a little worried. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, uh, we think it's very likely that it, it'll be Georgia, very likely, but not not certainly, not certainly, but likely. Uh, seems to be a Georgia lean at the, you know, whenever a kid appears to be a lean and simultaneously announces his uh, commitment date, uh, it's certainly fair to read into that, right? Uh, but one thing to keep in mind here, first of all, he's not a, a make it or break it uh, recruit in the 24 class. There's, there's a long way to go, uh, you know, with, with recruiting in 24 and Alabama has an outstanding cornerback already committed in the 24 class and Jalen and Bakway from uh, Clay Chalkville. Birmingham. Um, it, I mean, a long way to go. He's going to commit on 
the second signing day of the 23 class, but very likely sign in the first signing day of the 24 class, which is in December. So we're talking more than 10 months, uh, which is plenty of time for Ellis Robinson to change his mind, for Alabama to do their work, do their job. You, then you'll see who's who's going to be at cornerback for Georgia in the fall, who's going to be at cornerback for Alabama. For instance, Alabama's likely to start Kool-Aid McKinstry and Terrion Arnold. That's what I tell you today. Well, Kool-Aid is a – they're both draft eligible, but Kool-Aid – might be the number one cornerback in his draft class. So there's a very good chance that Kool-Aid will leave. Uh, then, then you sell Ellis Robinson of, hey, watch Kool-Aid all year and watch him close because we want you uh, replacing him. You know, So there, there's just a long way to go. Uh, there's no reason to uh, get down in the dumps over this. Uh, you just uh, keep on recruiting him. I mean, that, that, that's that's what Nick Saban's going to do. That's what Alabama's going to do. They're just going to keep on recruiting him and see what happens. And uh, and that's if he picks Georgia. We, we haven't been told uh, for 100% certain or anything like that. Uh, so uh, who knows? Maybe, maybe it is Alabama. There's still a week to go. Uh, good chance he'll talk to Alabama bef- before next uh, Wednesday. So uh, we'll see. But for now, uh, for now our, our, our guess is, uh, is Georgia. Meanwhile, um, another guy that was at that battle Miami is uh, Les- Charles Lester. I was going to say Lester Charles. It really does work either way. Charles Lester, another quarterback, um, one of the top 30 players in the country, according to you guys, uh, at own three. Um, y'all got him as the number three cornerback. I'm looking at his stats right now. Now, going to visit Clemson, um, this guy is – is. Uh, you know, very highly coveted. He's he's and sort of come on late, apparently. Uh, he sported Georgia gloves at the uh, South Florida Express when he was playing for Battle Miami, South Florida Express, the name of his team. Um, and, of course, Nick Saban just went to visit him, I think it was last week, at Sarasota, Florida, where he's from. So, um, I mean, he's certainly interested in Alabama. But if, if Alabama were to miss on something like an Ellis Robinson, which they very well could – Maybe this guy uh, can get into the fold then. Yeah, he is a uh, another high priority target for Alabama, high up Alabama's list, high up everyone's list. Uh, looks like a pretty good cornerback here. Again, Alabama coming off a class where you signed Desmond Ricks, who, by the way, had he not reclassified, he would have been the number one cornerback in the twenty twenty four class. And as we know, uh, you know, ends up at Alabama. Uh, Alabama's already got one guy in Bachway. I would say max from here and since you already got one probably you max with two more you know uh in terms of true cornerback type prospects lester would be uh near the top of that list guys not a fantastic year in state this is what's strange to me uh about this in-state group luke is in terms of guys alabama's going to be interested in the super elite it's not a great year in state for the super elite for like Slam dunk, you take him 100 times out of 100. Just here's a guy that's Peter maybe, Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. A few, few just Quite not a great year. An average year in Alabama insofar as those guys. But in terms of what I would call an SEC prospect, a guy that looks like they're capable of playing in the SEC, it's a monster year in terms of quantity. There's lots of guys in Alabama who will play in the SEC just might be at Auburn, might be at LSU, might be at Mississippi State, might be at Ole Miss, ton of SEC prospects. So Alabama's got to take a really close look because you hate Quinshawn Judkins, right? I mean, the the running back from 
from Wetumpka ends up at at, uh, at Ole Miss and is the best freshman running back in all of the United States, wasn't really recruited by Alabama or, or not recruited very hard. So the point is uh, you hate, hate to see that happening. So Alabama is going to have to take a really long look at all of these kids in Alabama so you don't repeat uh, a Judkins situation. Uh, and, and it is. It's a lengthy list. There's there's, there's tons of good kids. You're talking about corners. There, there's several corners in the Mobile, Baldwin County area that, you know, I, it would behoove Alabama to take a look at these dudes in camp before you, you say no. Yeah, and you mentioned Quinshawn Judkins. I think he went to Pike Road, didn't he? Pike Road, Pike, Pike Road. Road. Yeah, yeah, you're right. But you're right. That was, it's Pike funny. Road. You said uh, you said Wetumpka, which immediately made me think of Gavassier Smoke, who has the best name that's ever been in the history of college football. Gavassier um, Smoke is from Wetumpka. Uh, right. I got to call him several times. Good player, strong from Kentucky. He's transferring to Colorado, which I just find just interesting. I mean, again, Deion Sanders doing a pretty good job up there. Um, He's not okay. Let's take elite. Smoke's not super elite as a college player, but He's I'm SEC back. He's proven he's proven to me he would have been yeah. good enough to play at Alabama. Now, probably, and I mean this as a compliment, he's probably a Roy Dell Williams level player. I, I would say in between Roy Dell and and Brian Robinson. Is that fair? No, no, I like it. I like it. Maybe but you could be right. But maybe I, was, I thought you were about to say in between Roy Dell and Jace, and, and that would have been fair too. I I would put yeah, I was between Roy Dell and, and um, uh, <laughs> Brian, too. And I know Brian Robinson's doing well in the NFL, but he's doing well in the sense that m- the way most NFL backs do. He doesn't fumble a lot. He can push the pile a little bit, and he's going to get you about two and a half, three yards of carry. He, he's, he, he may occasionally go for 12. He may occasionally go for one. He's not going to get tackled for a loss a lot, and he's not going to break a long one. Well, if you're, in the running, if you're a running back in the NFL and you're playing every Sunday – you're good. You're, you're good. good. You're good. You yeah. might not have numbers that that make everyone want to draft you on their fantasy team, but you're you're a, you're a real good running back if you're playing on Sundays, and you're rich. Um, okay. All right. So uh, yeah, that's the hands thing. That means rich. Um, anyway, uh, let's take a break. When we come back, I want to talk about a couple of guys that uh, have visited Auburn recently. Okay. So Auburn has recently either had in for visits or talked to extensively Perry Thompson, who's committed to Alabama for next year, a wide receiver from Foley. Uh, They've also talked to Ryan Williams, wide receiver from Saraland, the 2025 class, who's just named Mr. Football in the state of Alabama as a sophomore. I don't know that that's ever happened. No one can uh, recall it happening. Yeah. Um, yeah, no one can recall it happening. If it has, I, I don't know about it. Um, and then they also had Alvin Henderson, who's in the 2025 class, out of Elba, uh, a running back that, you know, he's just – he's like setting the world on fire statistically. And he, he looks great. I mean, I've seen some film of him. looks really good. Now, Elba is lower classification, so, you know, you got to factor in who he's playing against, of course. But – a lot of places don't even have him rated yet. Like even as a three-star or whatever, I think they're just waiting to see. And he's also only a sophomore, so maybe they're waiting on some of that. But so those first two guys are already committed to Alabama at the wide receiver position. But now Auburn's got Hugh Freeze there, uh, a guy who's going to throw the ball around, um, a guy who, you know, is is proven he's going to throw the ball around and, and probably has a much better 
uh, selling point than the previous staff. The previous staff selling point was, do you want to come here? I mean, if not, we're, we're fine. Um, but, but now I think Hugh's actually going to recruit some dudes. So how worried should Alabama be about those two? And what is your take on Alvin Henderson at elbow? Uh, first of all, yeah, Al, Alvin Henderson, I think, is an outstanding prospect. Uh, but I, I want to, you know, reiterate that prospect word with him because he's even more of a prospect than a player because of the, the level he plays at. I, I learned a long time ago, you can't fall in love with these 1A and 2A guys until they've proven themselves at camps and combines where they have where they are competing against the 7A and 6A guys. You, you really need to see them compete against those guys before you can get too excited about what they're doing in, a, in 1A ball. But based on what I've seen uh, from Henderson, there's every reason in the world to be excited about what he might be. Uh, so, so that's definitely one for Alabama fans to, uh, to put on the back burner in terms of, uh, you know, a guy we might get really excited about in the future. Perry Thompson and Ryan Williams uh, taking a long look at Auburn does not surprise me at all. I think they're going to continue to flirt with and look at Auburn. Uh, I, I said this when Auburn hired Hugh Freeze. I mean it as a compliment, and it, it, I guess. It, it, and, and it's a bit of a shot at the former staff like, like, Luke, like Luke did. But, hey, Hugh Freeze is going to be the first Auburn coach in a while to sign high-priority players for Alabama. In other words, hey, these are guys Alabama wants. Auburn hadn't beaten Alabama for, for guys Alabama wants in a while. And if they have, it's been really isolated. Uh, he's a, a really good recruiter. He appeals to a lot of kids. Auburn's NIL program is going to be very strong. No stronger than Alabama's, but it's going to be strong. They're more likely also to bunch up money for a high-priority kid, whereas Alabama's more likely just to spread it out, give everybody about the same. But Auburn, I think, might be more likely to, to go big, you know, on a kid. Um, but but Auburn is going to beat Alabama for players. That that hasn't happened in a while. We need to get used to it. Will it happen with Perry Thompson and Brian Williams? I don't think so. I won't be shocked if like a Perry Thompson decommits and, and goes on these visits and, and goes to Auburn multiple times. Uh, that won't shock me. I won't be shocked if at some point along the line, Ryan Williams decommits to, to, to more enjoy the recruiting process or whatever. But, but all that matters is this. Where are those kids going to sign signing day? And for Perry, that's this November. For Ryan, it'll be, you know, November of 2024. Uh, I think it's Alabama. Uh, most kids sign where they're committed to. Uh, I, again, I do believe they're going to look around a lot. I do believe it's going to be noisy. I believe those with a weak stomach may not be able to uh, to fully enjoy the Perry Thompson and Ryan Williams recruitments. Uh, but in the end, uh, I believe both are signing with Alabama. I, I really do. Well, I certainly hope so. I mean, you, again, it's – you're you're right. I think people are going to not take it well when Alabama loses a, a recruit to Auburn or has one flip to Auburn or whatever, because we've been so used to it not happening because Auburn has been, uh, you know, floundering under these coaches that don't really understand recruiting very much. It seems like uh, I know I'm throwing Gus Malzahn under the bus a little bit, and he had some success, but Alabama and Alabama may have lost a guy or two to him, but for the most part, 
Uh, they didn't lose anybody to him. And they dang sure didn't lose anybody to Brian Harsin. It was Harsin. isolated. It happened. It yeah. was isolated. Under Harson didn't happen at all. But under Gus, it, it, it was it was isolated. It did happen. And then before Gus, there was Tuberville and late era Tuberville, Alabama, wasn't losing guys to Auburn. Early Tuberville, yeah. definitely. We were probably splitting kids evenly with Auburn, the in-state kids. Uh, so really what we're looking at, uh, I think it's going to look something a little bit more like early Tuberville, frankly. All right. Well, if Alabama does move up to the number one spot or they don't, we will talk about it on tomorrow's podcast. We didn't get one out because that's the way we work. And uh, Jimmy and I are workaholics until we decide to sit on the couch. So, all right, all right everybody, thanks for uh, tuning in. Go check out Locked On College Basketball. They'll be talking about these rankings, and I can't wait to listen to them. Locked On College Basketball. Go give them a listen. And until tomorrow, everybody, roll tight. Roll tight.